Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Hello, hello, hello. Here we are on another Tuesday afternoon, actually afternoon, on the east part of the country. Good morning in the west part of the country, and welcome. Welcome once again to Watchdogs Radio. We have crossed that threshold here in Cobb County, and I know in a lot of school districts across the country, we have passed that back-to-school time, and they are there. Uh, our kids here in Cobb are in their second day of school. There's only 178 more to go, uh, clocking it off and, and checking it off as we move along. So uh, I know a lot of school districts, uh, they're doing their back-to-school shopping still. Uh, some are even as, as many as a, a month behind us. But uh, school schedules are, are something interesting, something that uh, you know, everybody has a little bit different take on things. And they do things differently in different parts of the country. So... Whatever level you're at now, if you're with us and you're already back in the books, uh, congratulations, good luck, and welcome to the 2014-2015 school year. And if you are still doing the back-to-school shopping and, and getting ready, good luck to you. And certainly, uh, you know, thoughts and, and prayers and best wishes to all those great teachers across the country who are working so hard to get their classrooms together, to uh, put their their work together, to get ready for the kids. And the one thing that I always try to remind parents is that, you know, these teachers, they work very hard. You think they're just there during the, the time that the kids are in school, but the kids, the teachers are working uh, nonstop. Uh, they work throughout the summer. They go to conferences, continuing education. They're working at home in the evenings, getting their lesson plans together. And really, we're going to be talking about this in a couple episodes here in the future, but um, the tremendous amount of cash that our teachers have to put in to be able to get their classrooms supported, we, uh, we want to recognize that and just keep in mind that the hard, hard work and the dedication that our teachers put into everything they do for the future of our nation, for the future of our children, and the future of our world. And it's just, uh, it, it always amazes me to be able to spend time with the teachers to see the work that they're doing. And it just fascinates me, the dedication that they put into it. Well, we're going to move right along here. Uh, we do not have a scheduled guest today, so we want that scheduled guest to be you. So this is Open Line Tuesday. Uh, not Taco Tuesday, but Open Line Tuesday at Watchdogs Radio. You can give us a call at 215-383-3728. That is 215-383-3728. And as usual, I have my good friend uh, with me today, Chris Dannenauer at the Mothership in Springdale, Arkansas. How are you doing out there at the Watchdogs National Office? Keith, we are good, and we are excited, you know, uh, schools are, are starting up. Uh, my kids, uh, they'll be going back to school here on the 18th, so, you know, less than two weeks. And, and we did the back-to-school shopping this past weekend. You know, they're always excited to get, you know, new shoes, new clothes, new backpacks, uh, and excited, excited to see their friends. So uh, uh, 
that they can't wait uh, for school to to get going. And here at Watch Dogs, you know, really? we're excited too. They can't uh, we wait, are, Chris. Really? <laughs> seriously, uh, they they miss their their friends. You know, uh, as far as you know, they'll have a few over. Uh, you know, each week, but uh, they really miss uh, seeing their friends throughout the day, being with them for seven hours. You know, that's so, great. That's great. So yeah, and, uh, and yeah. anybody that's not uh, not familiar with us, uh, you know, Chris has uh, two sons, uh, both in high school, and a daughter in. Is she in middle school this year? She no, she's an intermediate, so she's in okay. fifth grade. Uh, she'll be in okay. middle school next year, so. Uh, you know, she can't wait to go back to see her friends. So wow. uh, it's kind of a blessing. You know, my wife's a school teacher, and the kids actually uh, want to go back to school. So, uh, you know, I don't know that's how great. it is or why it is, but yes, yes. Yeah, well, but it's that, no, that no. social interaction and, and, and all of that. And then, of course, uh, you know, I've got uh, Gracie. Gracie doesn't start until... Uh, Thursday, uh, she'll go back, but I am now the parent of a high schooler, so pray for me. Um, Congratulations. And then, of course, Anna is in fifth grade. And then, of course, we've got our uh, resident uh, recent empty nester uh, on the line here with us, uh, <laughs> Eric, who uh, had his own back-to-school uh, odyssey over the last week or so. Uh, how you doing, Eric? Eric Snow. I'm doing great, Keith. Good to, yeah, good to hear from you, man. Yeah, we uh, our daughter is... Uh, Moving, has moved, or will be moving. We moved her up to Omaha, Nebraska, and she'll be attending uh, dental school in the fall at Creighton University, and we moved her up there last week. And uh, then she came back home, and, and once we got her apartment, everything set up, and uh, she'll be heading back uh, this Sunday. Uh, she starts class next week, so she's excited about that. And uh, it's a great city. We've got a lot of watchdog schools up there. So I anticipate spending uh, a lot of uh, time up in and around the Omaha area for a couple of good reasons over the next four years. But, uh, yep, she's heading up there. And uh, we will officially be empty nesters. But you know what? We're okay with it. Uh, We've always embraced every stage of our life. And uh, this will be a new one. And we're excited about it. Well, I had a chance to visit Omaha, uh, well, I guess it's been a couple of years ago now, uh, to go out there to uh, Fremont and uh, get yeah. a chance to present uh, to uh, Fremont School District and, uh, and some of the principals there. They've got a great uh, great program uh, going in that area, too. So, Anyhow, well, uh, well you guys, uh, obviously, by the looks of your phone numbers, you're sitting like 10 feet away from each other. So uh, tell us what's going <laughs> on with the, the uh, Watchdog National. Yeah. Well, uh, Chris, you can take this. I'll, I'll touch a little bit on it. We started, uh, you know, the new month, of course. We finished up our fiscal year, which at the end of uh, July we always take inventory. We have a fulfillment center, a great organization called Amplify that does all of our fulfillment for us. They're in Atlanta, Georgia, great partners, great supporters of watchdogs, and just part of the, you know, fiscal inventory that we do and uh, count all that and get our budget ready to present to our board of directors, which we'll be doing uh, this Friday via conference call. We have uh, live meetings several times a year, but we do a couple by conference call. This will be a conference call just to go over and improve the budget. And uh, when we were down, we had a little extra time down. We always take the website down, the dog store down, rather, for uh, a day. And 
in the meantime, uh, we had some server issues on not our end, on our, our uh, provider's end, and it cost us to be down a couple of days, and we've been kind of digging out of that. But the program developers here have been professionals, and, of course, Chris has, has provided excellent leadership as always. And I think we're on the other side of it. Everything's up and running now, and orders are coming in. The phones have been ringing like crazy today, haven't they, Chris? Oh, they have been, and they were nonstop yesterday too, and so – uh, you know, Keith, right now we have, and Eric, uh, 329 schools in pre-launch. Hey, hey. So, so you know, that's uh, 329 schools that we have in their very first uh, dad and kids pizza night, having their, their launch event. And so, uh, you know, and we're seeing more schools uh, get trained. Uh, matter of fact, Keith, uh, today at 2 o'clock uh, Central, I have 19 schools uh, on the training call. So, you know, there's a potential to, you know, convert, I don't know, 30%, 40% of these callers uh, to a watchdog school. So exciting times. It sure we might is, give them an update, Keith or, or Chris, you could do this, but maybe talk about just for people that are listening live or downloading for the first time what the training's all about, what we require a school to do in order to be a watchdog school, and what that means to be in pre-launch. Sure, sure. Those, those who are listening for the first time, uh, one thing that what I love about our organization is we, we ask you to take our training call first. And the whole purpose behind that uh, is that after you hear our, our toll-free call, free call, uh, that if you decide, hey, you know what, watchdogs isn't for us, then uh, that's okay, and then therefore you're not invested, you know, $400 uh, in a startup kit that you didn't know anything about. So we have this call. It's a free call. Again, uh, we offer it on Tuesdays uh, and Thursdays. Uh, come September, we're going to offer a training call on Wednesdays. Uh, so in September, you have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to get on the call. And what pre-launch is, is after you take our, our training call, uh, is that you bought a kit. So that means you've been trained, you bought a kit, uh, a startup kit, and you're looking uh, to launch uh, your watchdogs program. Excellent. And we have 329 schools that are going to launch for the very first time this fall with their new programs. We'll add to that, certainly. There will be more schools, but those are already in the pipeline, and we'll add that to the 4,049 that we finished up this last school year with so it's going to be another record year for watchdogs we are excited about it well and the other thing i'm a little excited about is we are coming up on our 100th watchdogs radio show hey, hey man what I, what I had planned on doing is i do not have a guest scheduled for the 101th one th- would that be right the, the 101st episode <laughs> sure. yeah that is not? going to be watchdogs 101 And uh, with Watchdogs 101, just like any other educational uh, area, Watchdogs 101 is going to be uh, going back and talking about those seven steps. So that'll give the people that are, you know, just considering the program, you know, it is not the Watchdogs Seven Steps to Success training. Uh, You do need to complete that either at a local conference, uh, which if you're putting a conference together, call us and see if we can come out, if we can fit you into our schedule, uh, or the uh, conference called Training that Chris mentioned. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to uh, talk about schools that are bringing on the program, and uh, that will give us a chance to uh, answer some questions about, uh, you know, what is this uh, goofy watchdog thing that's uh, kind of 
overtaking the country and overtaking our schools and PTAs. It's a great thing. It's uh, it, it's something that uh, you know, opens up a lot of things. You know, uh, Eric, I, I want to tell you, we just recently had our, you know, we're back to school now, and we had our schools sneak a peek. Uh, some schools call it meet the teacher. Some schools call it any number of things, but in, in our district we call it sneak a peek. But what I want right. to tell you is that it was amazing that, you know, we had the, you know, the PTA had um, six checkout tables with computers for people to come and get their membership, buy their spirit wear, do all those great things. And then, of course, right next to that, we had the watchdogs table. And, you know, Eric, I didn't have to say a word. I did. (laughs) Of course, you know me. I'm always talking. That's why I came up with this radio thing so I could talk all the time. But um, didn't have to say a word. You know, they were were just going down, okay, check, PTA, got that. Uh, Okay, watchdogs, let me go over here and get my day. It, it, it's become, you know, we're going into our sixth year of the Watchdogs program at our school. That's and it, it was amazing to me that we, don't, we haven't even had our pizza night yet. You know, we're just getting it scheduled. We're figuring out when we're going to do these things. But there were guys coming up at Sneak a Peek. They're like, okay, get that calendar out. Let's go. I'm going to sign up. I got my day. I got my phone. I'm checked. I'm ready to rock. I love uh, it. All I need to do is, you know, be able. And, and it, wasn't, it wasn't like I, I had to, you know, push or ask or anything you know the guys were like we know what it is you know it's a tradition in our school now it has become uh, an ingrained tradition where we know that this is something that you know that we're going to be doing so it's just amazing, amazing that once the the thing gets up and running it it runs itself it really does yeah we've talked to a lot of schools a lot of large schools that have what we would consider exceptionally large watchdog programs i'm talking in excess of 250 guys a year uh that um, would volunteer and those are ones that we certainly hone in on and, and make sure that we've gleaned everything from them that we can as far as what they can teach us because as we've put this program together over the years it's really been finding out what works for the schools and you know, passing those, formalizing those best practices and making them part of the program. And, you know, we've yet to find a school in excess of 200 volunteers a year that has told us that they spend more than an hour a week administrating this program once it's up and running. I mean, and that's just a matter because basically, you know, you're dealing even with a large number of guys like that, you know, you're dealing with, you know, five to seven guys a week. And so, all of us will sit down in the course of a day and send out more, way more than some, in some of our cases, way more than five to seven emails. And so mm-hmm. once you get them signed up, you know, it's a matter of reminding them and then putting that daily schedule together, which is really so easy to do because so much of it is set in concrete. You know these guys are going to do some of the same things every day when they come in, car rider duty, recess, lunch, library. They're going to spend some time in their child's class in the morning and the afternoon. You're going to put them in two other classes in a different grade level. And so it's really mm-hmm. easy to plug it in. So, I mean, all that well, being said, yeah, it, 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 it practically runs itself, yeah. There you go. Well, it's time for our break. We're at the middle of the show. We're go. already halfway done. So uh, let's take a listen to uh, our uh, CEO of the National Center for Fathering, Mr. Kerry Casey. One evening, Doug took his preteen daughter out to shop for clothes. How'd that go? Here's Kerry Casey, author, CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father of Four, on today's Father. First, I want to confirm that Doug and his daughter both survived their shopping excursion. 
Now, I know that for many dads and daughters, going shopping for clothes is like sticking something sharp under your fingernails. It's asking for trouble, especially since father-daughter relationships can go through seasons of stress, tension, and temporary disconnection. Maybe that's why I like Doug's approach so much. It was no major shopping spree, just updating some things his daughter had outgrown. And he actually tried to make it a learning and bonding time for the two of them. For example, he gave her a budget. She could only spend a certain amount, which forced her to make buying decisions. Should she get two pairs of jean shorts or one more expensive pair? It was an everyday thing, but a valuable opportunity to teach a lesson. At one point, Doug asked his daughter if it was awkward to have him helping her pick out her clothes. She looked at him and beamed, no, I love it, Dad. Also, since they were summer clothes, Doug had the opportunity to give input about what's appropriate for a girl to wear. And make no mistake, it's right for us to be sensitive in this area and be intentional about influencing our daughters toward modesty. We all know what guys are thinking when they see young ladies in revealing outfits, and we need to talk to our daughters about that, maybe even telling her she's sending a message she doesn't want to send. Also, if a woman flaunts her body, what scenarios would that likely lead to down the road? Dad, it's your job to address those issues with your daughter. We dads play an important role in modeling the kind of behavior our daughters should expect from young men. We also play a leading role in establishing and affirming our family's values and our obedience to God's word, no matter what our culture may say is right or is in style. So even though these aren't always easy discussions, they can be done if we dads keep our cool and keep expressing concern instead of fear or anger. I appreciate Doug's commitment to do all of this, even doing a simple shopping trip. It's one great way to learn about our daughters and spend time in their world. And if we bring the right attitude, then like Doug's daughter, our girls would love spending that time with us. This is Carrie Casey for Today's Father. To receive our email updates for dads, just visit fathers.com. We'd love to help you in your championship fathering journey. Again, that's fathers.com. Or you can call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Hi, Dad. I hope you've had a great summer and took some time to connect with your kids. Soon, it'll be back to school time. Just because your children are back in school does not mean that you can't be engaged with your children. Over 4,000 schools nationwide have adopted the Dads of Great Students program, otherwise known as Watchdogs. Ask your school if Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com watchdogs to learn more. Hello, this is Otha Thornton, the National PTA President, and you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Hey, that's right. You are listening to Watch Dogs Radio, coming to you live from the Watch Dogs Radio studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and also from the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. You know, one thing, I uh, got uh, Chris and Eric back on here with me. One thing I uh, just saw on Twitter today that really kind of um, caught me off guard but uh, I, I thought it was interesting to note. Um, are you uh, are you guys familiar with who Rachel Scott is or, or, or was, guys? Yes. Rachel's challenge. Yes. Yeah. You know, today today would have been Rachel Scott's thirty third birthday. Is that right? You might tell everybody 
who she That's was amazing. and what her family's done. Yeah, it, exactly. And and uh, one of the groups that I enjoy following is Rachel's Challenge. Now, Rachel Scott was the first student that uh, died in the Columbine shooting, and some of the things when they went back and they looked at some of the writings that Rachel had, uh, they found some really outstanding writings that uh, that Rachel had put together and they put together a nonprofit organization known as Rachel's Challenge and uh, obviously they don't know I'm talking about them but I would uh, encourage you to go to uh, rachelschallenge.org uh, Google Rachel's Challenge it's a great program they have they go to schools you know talking about uh, talking about bullying talking about some of the uh, educational issues in school I had a chance to uh, hear uh, Daryl Scott uh, Rachel's father who uh, started Rachel's Challenge uh, at a conference I went to back in uh, Denver about, uh, about about three years ago and it really uh, was uh, encouraging to see what he's been able to do with taking something so horrible and making a positive thing about that and you know some of the things that uh that Rachel's challenge promotes within our school you know if you're nice to one person you can start a chain reaction and it, it's just amazing to see some of the work that they've done over the years so um want to say uh you know happy birthday to Rachel <laughs> so yeah it's uh, a great organization bring that uh, we, yeah we operate in a lot of the same areas and um you know it's true i mean you know uh kids today uh, are like kids really have been forever like we were when we were kids i mean we we learn from watching adults and uh, we can set a great example and a lot of times that that bullying and and antisocial and and angry behavior that kids are exhibiting um comes from the adults that they're around and so mm-hmm. we have to be mindful of that and you know kids learn two ways they learn by listening to what we say by the things that we teach them but they also learn by watching what we do and you know kids are interesting i i notice this in my own kids if if my words and my actions weren't uh consistent then they would only really pay attention to the things i did which is kind of scary because you know we can kind of kid ourselves you know we 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 can kind of say one thing and do another and and you know we want to believe whichever is the best of those things but when kids watch us you know they just mimic what we do and so you know that's the great thing about the watchdogs program is it gives the opportunity for you know these fathers and father figures to go into the school and just set the example of a uh, education is important b I place a value on the educators and see, you know, an important part of every life is, you know, uh, volunteerism. And there's not a better way to demonstrate that by coming to school and and being a volunteer and actually working right alongside the educators. So what you were saying about Rachel is absolutely right. Her family's done an amazing job with that uh, foundation. Exactly. You know, uh, uh, also, uh, looking at my uh, my at, at our Facebook page, uh, if you go to Watchdogs W A T C H space D period O period G period S, uh, join us on our Facebook page. You know we've got over 2,500 members on that Facebook page. Uh, of course, we want to grow that as much as possible. But I am looking. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Ann Chestnut Year Round Middle School who just posted on our web page their first watchdog of the year. And, you know, that's one of my passions right now, uh, and, and we've done some, some changing and, and some different thoughts about middle school and high school. And, you know, it is that time of a child's life 
when they really need the leadership and the mentoring of a father figure uh, more than anything because that those are the times when they are making decisions. Those are the times when they need to be able to lean on somebody and say, you know, should I go with my friends because I know they're going to have beer at this party? Should I um, do this or do that? You know, that's when they need to be able to trustingly, is that a word? Um, sure. To, to be able to trust uh, their father figure and say, you know, I'm a little uneasy about this. I need your guidance and support. And and those are the times, you know, just because they have a locker and they can keep their stuff outside of their home and they change classes doesn't mean they've grown up. You know, no. that's when they yes, really right. need the influence of a father. And, and like I say often, you know, when I look at fathers of daughters in middle and high school, you know, I look at them and I say, would you like to have a hand in who your son-in-law is going to be? That's right. <laughs> because well, she is going to learn from you what to look for. What they expect, yeah, and and you know, having uh, a couple of uh, kids that are grown. I mean, at 22 and 25, Zach just turned 25, and you know, I I'm still teaching them things, and 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 they're still coming to me for things, and 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 these kids are are bright kids, you know, and it's not that they don't know how to maneuver in the world, and they haven't already decided what their values are, but because they have, and there's so many things that they've already decided that that have just cha- chosen, you know, the course of their lives. But, you know, I, I noticed this whenever they were little is that whatever stage they were in, there were only things that I could teach them at that point, meaning that, you know, there are things you're teaching them when they're in first grade uh, that is, is appropriate for that time. But there's certain things that you need to teach them that you're not even going to be able to message to them until they're in the seventh grade. And so parents make the mistakes a lot of times when their kids start looking like adults <laughs> and start sounding yeah. like adults is to think that they're adults. And and I promise you, you know, in, in their teenage years, no matter how sharp and how smart, we all, the three of us, have exceptionally bright kids. Of course, everybody. I mean, yeah. our kids are brilliant. Our kids are, are, are you know, right there, you know, on, on, on the top, you know, 1%. But... You know, there are things that they, you can only teach them when they get to a certain point. Those are things that are only going to make sense. And so a lot of times you look at them and you think they're adults and you start treating them like adults. And you have to remember in their teenage years, they're just not. And even in their early 20s, there's going to be a lot of things that they need to know and for the rest of their lives, you know. But um, So that's just an important part. You're exactly right, especially junior high and high school. They start pulling away in some cases and they start asserting their independence. And that's the time that we really need to stand our ground and just make mm-hmm. sure that we're letting them grow up, letting them be adults, but that we're in their business, so to speak. Sure. <laughs> so, well, right. and unfortunately, a lot of dads, you know, they they pull away as well, and yeah, well, you know, they look at yeah, they look at that you know at that daughter, and you know, they they know that uh, you know their daughter's growing up, and they think you know mom can handle all this stuff, all of the <clears> things that come with with growing up and and, and being a daughter. But no, absolutely. Um, you really, really need to be there. So, well, uh, well, guys, we're down, uh, coming into three minutes. I know we wanted to uh, talk about registration for the, uh, watchdogs national PTA male engagement conference. So, uh, Eric, you want to, um, give us a update on that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go to fathers.com, uh, forward slash watchdogs, and you'll see at the top banner, we have, uh, uh, five uh, big banners that rotate out there. Uh, find the one that says Male Engagement Conference. We're hosting that this year in Atlanta, Georgia, your hometown there, Keith. And, uh, well, Ackworth, Georgia, but Atlanta, Georgia. And they, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, we'll be doing it October 24th to 26th with National PTA. 
Um, you know, space is limited. There's going to be people coming from all over the country. We've got some tremendous uh, speakers and workshops that are going to take place. Do not miss this. If you are a mom or you are a dad and you're interested in increasing male engagement in your schools, increasing parental engagement in your schools, this conference is for you. We're going to have some great surprises. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, this is our second annual conference, and it's going to be a humdinger. So October 24th through 26th, get online, register for that today. It's very affordable. It's two days of just packed information, speakers, and workshops. One more thing. While you're there, uh, we are also have been chosen by Sony Pictures to help promote the new movie that's coming out called When the Game Stands Tall. And, Chris, I know you've seen this. I saw a preview of it. Um, it comes out on uh, the 22nd of this month. Go see that. Watch the trailer. It's a great sports movie. I think it's going to go down as, as one of the, the greater sports movies that we've seen come out. It's got a wonderful message. Um, and so just we've been chosen to promote that, and we're happy to do that. So please check that out, too. Oh, yeah, a very good movie. I want to encourage anyone listening uh, that will download it, go see uh, When the Game Stands Tall. Excellent movie. Uh, I took, matter of fact, my, my senior high, uh, my 10th grader, who's in high school, uh, who plays football, uh, he loved it so much. He was sharing with his coaches and his, uh, his players, uh, his teammates, yesterday at the first two-a-day practice, so he's excited about it. And, and one last thing, that mental engagement conference that Eric's t- talking about that we're uh, promoting, it's the fourth slide on our website. Okay. You just got to have a little patience, and it'll it'll come around there, huh? Or you can just go to the fourth little bitty uh, circle uh, to go directly to the fourth slide. That's been the okay. Uh, All right. Well, Chris and Eric, thank you so much for joining me once again for another great edition of Watchdogs Radio. It's been fun. Okay. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay. Well. We are winding down. This is the end of another edition of Watchdogs Radio. This is the 97th edition, and uh, we have had a lot of fun. We uh, have some upcoming great guests coming up. Uh, next week is going to be Matt Sellers of Teacher's Lunchbox, and then Eddie Williams, uh, author and speaker. So join us next week. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about us. <laughs>